You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Uh, just a just a couple of burns. I knew something was going to happen, but I too also came back with the, some ailments. So I'm like, who's yeah. going to be worse? Well, I don't know. I mean, I can say um, the searing sound of the hair was probably a little bit <gasps> oh, unnerving. That's no. what that's what threw me off the second time. That was the second time around. You didn't learn after the first one. time. I didn't. I didn't. But I made it. I'm here. Yeah, you seem like really concerned about just your leg, a little burned. Yeah, yeah, it's looking a little worse today Is than it did yesterday. Is there something going on? I don't know. It's a little worse. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I want to give a big thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page. It is the best way to shop online. If you're going to go to the Amazons, go to funemploymentradio.com first. The Amazons. The Amazons. Travel there. Yes, mm-hmm. via, via your mobile device or your mm-hmm. tablet or your phone or your your phablet or your computer or your okay. laptop. No, all of those things sounding incredibly out of touch. All of those, uh, all of those little little window all devices, little things. doodads, yeah, little doohickeys. <laughs> all your little doohickeys. Make uh-huh. sure you go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. There you go. Your i, I whatever your what, what else do they have? What do the kids have? I don't Zoom know. Zoom or something like that? Greg. Okay. Stop. You got it. All right. Anyway, do that. That would be great. Thank you. So we have a lot of stuff to get to today, as usual. Um, but I think what we're going to do here is try to cover some of what happened last weekend. Because I don't know what Sarah did. Mm-mm. No, we haven't seen each other. But we're both a little... Well, slightly worse for the wear. A little bit worse for wear. Um, so this last weekend, we because both... Because we're adults and that's what happened. Yeah, this last weekend, both of us uh, went out of town. Uh, I went up camping for my annual guys camping trip called Ricketts Fest. And it was, I will say, it was a very successful weekend. It was it was actually How awesome. How do you define success at Ricketts Fest? Um, nobody had to go to a hospital afterward. Okay. That's, a, that's number one. That's kind of a do big thing. people usually thing. have to go to the hospital? It's happened. In okay. the past, there's there's a couple of times I can think of right off the bat that uh, um, I I don't think I ever had to. I had to go to a doctor before afterward. That's happened a few times. Are you going to have to go to a doctor this time? Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Because you seem very uncomfortable with the state of. Yeah, I'm not quite sure there. what's going on over there. Yeah, because see, I know like I'm hurt, but I I know that it's like not doctor worthy. Yeah, but well, uh, I'll say what happened. So so we go up camping. You know, and I think there, there ended up being about 10 of us up there, and it was a great, it was, a, it was awesome. It was a, just a great time. I need this so much to go out into the woods and relax. Like if you, if I, Everybody's kind of got their thing. I would assume that if you have that one thing that you know you will come back and you will feel better for having done it. Mm-hmm. Like this is me. Like going up into this, into this camping trip because my phone doesn't work up there. So I'm just completely shut off. I'm down by a river Which the entire Greg, time. Not around a phone is like the best version of Greg because he is so irritating with his phone. Well, I mean, look, we're independently employed. I do have to be on it a lot. I know. I know. But I'm just saying I, I know you have to be on it a lot. But it is very refreshing when you're not attached to your phone. Well, I was not. As we weekend. said last week, it's even dangerous because you tripped and yes, fell. Yes, I know. I've learned, I did. I did trip. And, I, I still got a big scrape on my hand for Yeah, that. you do. I know. That's what I saw his hand today. I'm like, oh, is that what you scraped? It's like, no, that's from when I tripped when I was walking and reading my cell phone. If you watch DT Daily, what I do for digital trends, and you see my hands, I've got makeup on them. I'm just, I'm just going to tell you right wow. now. Wow. I had to cover it up because it's too bright red because so, it shows up on the camera. 
<laughs> so I'm, I have, I have, I have makeup on my hands. Uh, I'm a oh, man. All boy. right. So anyway, up there, up there. Uh, yeah, without the phone, like in just relaxing by a river in the middle of the woods is one of my most relaxing places I could possibly be. And so that's what we did this weekend. And then, of course, you know, we threw a lot of rocks and we had a lot to drink. So it was it had rained enough and we checked with the ranger station. We were allowed to have a campfire, you know, as long as you maintain it. And it's it's a pre-made, uh, not pre-made campfire, pit, but it kind of an established one. We don't stay in campgrounds because I hate staying in campgrounds. Yes, Greg is very anti-campground. I am very anti-campground. I, I'm... Totally fine with like off the road, like an improved spots. So that's totally cool. But actual campground, I don't want to be around other people that I don't know. I just I don't want to when I'm up in the woods. Okay, so that's that'd be like going uh, and you know buying um, I don't know like oh I'm gonna buy my dream house, but then you buy it like right smack dab next to somebody else in like this whole row, and I don't know, it just doesn't work for me. Okay, it's too many too many people. I don't like it. Greg is very particular about many things, as you can tell. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. Uh, I, there were a couple of incidents. There were a couple of issues that happened, you know, as they tend to do. Like I said, nobody had to go off to uh, off to a hospital that I know of afterward. Mm-hmm. Not me yet. Um, Are you wearing sh- like what's going on over there? I pulled up my pants leg so I could see what's going on. And uh, all right, here, wait, let me take a look. <clears throat> okay, so here's the deal. Let me let me explain what happened first. Let me just tell you what well, happened. I'm already up here, and I'm <sighs> oh that one. Yeah, it's, it's pretty swollen that up. Looks, that looks pretty deep. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like I seared myself. So we were cooking around the fire. Um, Keelan and I believe our friend Tuggy brought up their own little grills that they were trying, like little barbecue grills. And as the night goes on, perhaps I had had a couple of beverages. I'm safe just walking to my tent. But maybe I forgot that that, uh, that grill was there. The first time mm-hmm. when I backed into it and it was quite hot. I Wait, mean, why was been... the grill just sitting there in the middle of everything? Oh, in hindsight, we probably should have placed it somewhere else. You think? Uh, it probably was not the best located. Although also in hindsight, I believe I'm the only one who ran into it. So I should have probably learned my lesson that it was there. But I, when I'm around that, I just I don't think about it. And I wasn't thinking about it. And I backed up into it the first time. And uh, I got a prompt reminder as I felt my calf start to burn away, uh, that I was too close to it. Well, they so were that a little hurt. too big anyway. So. They were a little too big. So that hurt. The problem was, the issue is here, and this is where it's definitely on me, is that once you get burned once, you should remember that it, where it's at, because it hurt. I mean, it hurt plenty. But I forgot. Mm-hmm. And this time, I walked over with my right leg, and maybe I'd have a couple, had a couple more beverages by this time, so I was a little bit desensitized. And I rested against it for maybe a second longer, but that second. Oh, Greg. And then I started to stumble because it hurt so bad to where it could have been bad, but Keelan was actually right there and he grabbed me and uh, got me away Keelan from Keelan saved the day? He kind of saved the That's day. That's awesome. Ish. Yes. Yes, he kind of saved the day. So that did help me out. And uh, however, now I'm looking at it. Today, this is, uh, you know, two days later at this point. Yeah, it's 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 not supposed to hurt more, right? After I time, don't think so. It's supposed to get better. It's supposed to get better. This feels, this hurts way more. Like if I barely touch it, it hurts. Well, bad. maybe it's just since, I think it's, I'm just messing. I'm, I'm sure it's probably fine. Did you okay. put like some Neosporin or something on it? Uh, I think so, yeah. 
You think so? I probably should put some more on it. I probably should. Did you actually ever put some on it? I think so. That's not an answer. You totally didn't then. I believe I did. Okay. I'm going to say yes, but I can't be 100%. I can neither confirm nor deny I that. will Exactly. That's exactly mm-hmm. what's going on. But other than that, it was awesome. All of our friends had a, had a great time up there. I mean, it was just it was just such a wonderful time. So, All right. Well, I, uh, I am reading in the chat that uh, our yes. pal Eddie says if you put mustard on a burn, it's supposed to help. That seems like somebody's trying to trick me to do something. I don't think he's that mean-spirited. Why would he trick me to put mustard on it? Maybe it really does help. Also, uh, so you keep that like— That would smell awful. You keep repeating over and over again that nobody had to go to the hospital. What yeah. you haven't uh, said has was anybody abducted and made into a forest wife. Well, you know, uh, our buddy Dan and Stone, they were both still there when I left. So I cannot confirm or deny that okay. either of them became forest wives. Okay. They could have been taken by a Yeti. It's entirely possible. Um, and I, I just can't say one way or another what happened to them. Mm-hmm. So I don't so know. So they could I still left. be out there to this very day. I left and they, you know, they were packing up all their stuff. I assume that they made it out, but maybe not. Hmm. Maybe they're still out there. Okay. It's well, I guess t- we so. will never know. We'll never know. Yep. It's uh, one of that's life's the mysteries. End of that story. Yeah. I will never know what happened to them. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's where it's at. Yeah. Good. So only like mild, uh, mildly scarred. Mildly scarred. I, I do believe I still got the first blood award though. The more I think about this, I don't think anybody else cut themselves before I did. So. Yeah. You usually do. Yeah. Oh yeah. The fronts of my legs are. My legs look like they've been to war. There's some bites and some scrapes and some burns and. Yeah, it's not a pretty picture. I wouldn't make a very good leg model right now. No, or so. hand model. Or hand model. For, well, though I could put makeup on that. Oh, I'm a man. I don't think All wearing right, well, makeup about... on your hands like is, is tri- like you're tricking everybody as much as you think they are. I mean, at least from a distance on the camera, you can't tell. No, that's all it is. Oh, no, but if you look close. up close, oh, yeah, no, you can yeah, see it's it. It's like, why does that weird guy have makeup on But it's enough to wear <laughs> if it's on camera, you're not really, it's not going to stand out because okay. it's not bright red. And it's bright red. Okay. When there's when I do all right, I have makeup on my hands. All right, so let's uh, let's talk about your weekend, though, Sarah. Oh yeah, so I actually ended up going down. Um, it's a bit of a drive from Portland, but totally beautiful and worth it. Uh, to this place on the coast called Yachts. Yachts. Yachts, and it's a beautiful little coastal town. Has like rocky, sandy beaches. Lots of like you know kitschy like cafes. It's pretty small. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, has like a couple hotels, cafes, like you know places like glass blowing places and kite stores and all kinds of different things. So we typical Oregon coast stuff. It's yeah. super Oregon coast taffy. And, so much taffy. A lot of taffy. Lots of seafood. Saltwater taffy. Lots of like old taverns, like mm-hmm. with all like kind of puns. You know, like the Drift Inn. Or, I, oh yeah. Like I, I love little Oregon towns. Like that's my happy place. Me too. I mean, they're they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. They're great. I mean, because Lincoln City and Newport and that area, that's that's where we grew up going to because that was 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 across the coast from. Yeah, because I I grew up going yeah. to uh, to Lincoln City. Yeah, so that was the one mm-hmm. that I always associated with. Uh, basically the coast. But it was kind of cool to be in uh, Yahats because I had never really spent any time on the beach out there. And it's really pe- it's really pretty because there's like a lot of sand, but also lots of rocks and tide pools. Uh-huh. Yeah, saw, it gets a little rockier down there. It's super rocky. And we saw like starfish and all different kinds of sea anemones and, and just lots of magical ocean creatures. So it was really cool. Um, but on the way there, so since it is a little bit of a drive, uh, we ended up driving through Newport Bay on our way to Yahats, which was the place that I was thinking of. Well, Newport. New, I thought it was Newport Bay. No, the name of the city is Newport. But if I went down to the bay, isn't that well, the bay? Well, technically, that's, that'd be a Newport Bay, but I mean, it's the city of Newport that you're in. Okay. Well, whatever. I went to Newport Bay. And... New, Newport Bay is uh, in Virginia. Okay. Well, I went to the Oregon Newport Bay. 
Let's, let's stop. Uh, I'm just saying. Stop trying to overexplain my saying, story. I'm not trying to overexplain. I'm just saying it's Newport. I went to Newport Bay in Oregon. <laughs> and so, uh, so my friend Lily and I were driving down there. And I had always wanted to go to this bar that was there because it's like it looks like the most old timey, like old man bar that you've ever seen. It just looks like it, like the outside is weathered. It has um, it's just like a beer and wine tavern. So cool. it's just a whole bunch. Of, so basically, it was just Lily and I when we went in there, and a bunch of fishermen, and that was all it was. It was just uh, all nice. different ages of fishermen. It was just everyone was drinking their beers, just hanging out. There was a pool table, like all different ages from like a hundred to thirty something. Yeah, and everyone in different states of like dress and their fishing gear. Uh, yeah, it was called the uh, the historic barge inn, and then on the sign outside it says, uh, "Home of the winos, dingbats, and riffraff." Nice. Yeah, it's it was solid, and everything in there was just you know made of wood. They're just pictures of, um, you know, ships and oceans and everything, and everything smelled like really fishy and like the sea. So, just hung out there, had a beer, just kind of sat and just watched everybody talk. Everyone was talking about like their fishing day. Uh huh. Because it was pretty, I think it was like five when we got there. So it was like the very end of the Fisherman's Day. Yeah. Like they were all like closing out their tabs. They had already had Yeah, they got to go to bed early. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that was really neat to see that in mm-hmm. real form. And then also one of the special things about Newport Bay <laughs> is <laughs> that. Uh, it's like I went to Portland City. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, exactly. That's. <laughs> that's- um, is that there are, um, when you go down there. I went up to Mount Hood Mountain. Mm-hmm. When you go down there, uh, there are sea lions there, which are, like, you think that they're going to be, like, these beautiful creatures, and they're just kind of gross. Wait, you thought sea lions, I forget that you weren't around that kind of stuff as much. No. Sea lions are gross. Yeah, they're super gross. Yeah, they're not. I, was, they're, I mean, maybe from a distance you see them, like, oh, It's cool to see one in the wild, but when you just see all, because, like, basically, <laughs> if you've never been there. So I'm making the noises. They have yeah. the, mm-hmm. it's like that. Over and over again. And so if you've never been there, they have all these ducks that are laying out there. And then all these giant beached sea lions are there just like barking and making noises and flapping around with their flippers. And and smelling like, bad. And smelling real bad. Um, but it's kind of fascinating to watch because they're these giant creatures who are just they're all big. Like laid out like giant hairy hot dogs. And they're just like flopping around. Ugh. So anyway, Ugh. when we were there, like Lily and I were looking at the sea lions and you know, they were like, they're, they're, I don't know, they were just kind of gross and smelly. And I noticed that one of <laughs> Oh, what are you talking about? No, okay, we just, I, we accidentally witnessed some sea lion lovemaking, which I didn't oh, realize. Okay. So we were watching it, and I'm like, Lily, why is that one? Lily, oh, <laughs> Lily, what's the sea lion I'm doing? I'm like, Lily, what's the sea lion doing? What's going on there? Oh, and she's like, boy. I don't know. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't want to stare at these anymore. I'm like, me neither. I'm pretty grossed out. Because it was definitely some sweet, sweet lovemaking going on, which I thought was maybe mating season. Turns out, I did not realize it, and uh, a local told us that, uh, in fact, it was not mating season, that all the sea lions that lay on the platforms are male. Oh. So what we done witnessed was a whole bunch of sea lion gay lovemaking. Yeah, the sea lion bathhouse is mm-hmm. what you were doing there. It sure was. Okay. I mean, it was a, it's a thing of beauty that they found each other, but it definitely was <laughs> happening. Okay. I don't think you have to say it's a thing of beauty when it's two sea lions no, humping disgusting. each other. It was That's, so disgusting. Yeah, yeah. It was disgusting. Yeah. So I was very confused. So, I mean, I guess and they're just like, oh, yeah, sometimes there's a gay sea lion. I'm like, well, okay. We All saw. right. Now you know. Now you know the you rest of the story. <laughs> Down there at Newport Bay. In Newport Bay, you can see yourself a gay sea lion. Go get yourself a bay at the barge in and watch some sweet, sweet sea lion love on the shore. So, yeah, Portland so, City. Mm-hmm. I drove uh, all the way from Portland City to Newport Bay, and then I went to Yahut's <laughs> Beach. And 
It was delightful. Did you go over the Coast Range Mountain when you were going there? Yes, I did. The Coast Thank Range Mountains. You. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, so I ended up getting to Yahats. Uh, my friend uh, has a family house there that's been in her family since like the 50s. Uh-huh. It's this beautiful um, old, uh, I don't know, like beach house. It's, yeah. yeah very, it's, it's older. Um, it has like knickknacks from, you know, generations. All beach houses family. have knickknacks. It's like so that is cool. a staple of a beach house, mm-hmm. at least in Oregon on the coast, is you have to have knickknacks. So many knickknacks. Knickknacks and, like, and like some kind of fish thing on the wall. Yep, fish net. Some kind of a net. There's a yep. fish net on the There'll wall. Be maybe some fins. There um, has to be fins. There has to be a lot of books. A lot of books, usually read, about a, the Oregon coast. You do a lot of reading on the Oregon coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of nooks and crannies. Like hers has like yeah. a um, like a window seat in the front, in front of a big circular window, and uh-huh. you can just sit there leaning on the window seat. It's kind of angled like a lawn chair yeah. against the wall, and you could just gaze out through this circle window and look at the ocean. Probably some kind of fisherman figurine somewhere in the so place. So many. There's a whale and a compass rose painted on the on the floor. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yep. That sounds this sounds like a classic coast it's house. It's very rustic. Uh-huh. It's like, it's perfection. It's yeah. so wonderful. Weathered by the salty sea air, so Weathered. it's got a little bit of a smell to it, but not in a bad way. I mean, it just so has weathered. a distinct it just it smells fresh. Smell. It smells yeah. fresh and salty, like mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, and it's just, it's beautiful. And uh, so I ended up getting there, and a few of my girlfriends, I think there was about eight of us total, ended up uh, hanging out, and we were just the cliche ladies. Oh, just cl- ladying it up. Just ladying So what did you guys do when you got down there? Uh, so when we got there, we <coughs> immediately started drinking beer. And then okay. we walked down to the beach, which is right across the way, and went down and made a campfire. Which was we made super a campfire. Fun. Yeah, we did both nights. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the uh, the fire restrictions were gone, so yeah. we were able to light a fire and just went and wandered around, <laughs> uh, looked at the tide pools, and then uh, did some super creepy face masks and just hung. Just, I don't know, just like drunken ladies' night. Yeah. Then the following day is when that was like the. The drink it was a lot of drinking. Let's I'm, just say I'm, let's let's get to the cut to the chase here. What yeah. was going on? So we had some mimosas that day, and we decided to just wander around uh, because we wanted to explore yachts. Because we got up super early, and when you're on the on the coast on vacation, it's you know bright, and you kind of don't want to waste the day. So um, yeah, got up, and we realized like because you know, we were hanging out at the house having mimosas, we went and had some breakfast. And where did okay. you guys go have breakfast at? We went to this place called the Drift Inn. Okay, which was really good. It was a really, yeah. yeah, I got like an omelet there and some potatoes, really good stuff. Cool. And uh, then we got back to the house and met up with everybody who didn't go to breakfast, had a bunch of, um, they had some mimosas. And then I'm seeing, people, I'm sensing a key theme here. I know. Then half developing. of the people, uh, half of the girls wanted to stay and take a nap. And then the other half of us were like, well, I kind of want to wander around and look at things. Cause I'm not really a napper. Mm-hmm. And so there was one bottle of champagne left and there were four of us who were walking. So we're like... Well, we can't bring champagne when we're walking around, but we can appear to be drinking something else and fill it with champagne. So one of, uh, of course, ladies, we can, somebody brought a bunch of LaCroix sparkling water. Well, I like LaCroix sparkling I water. I know you do. And we didn't I'm waste it. I'm a man. It. We didn't waste it. We actually found a pitcher. We opened four, <laughs> four of the LaCroix cans, or actually three of the cans, because, uh, um, yeah, anyway. New weekends, poured out the LaCroix into a pitcher, sealed it so that it would stay fresh, and then we filled our LaCroix cans with champagne. <laughs> and then we ended up just walking down the beach. Uh, yes, just, wine can. It's a, Yeah, it's like in uh, It's Always Sunny. Uh-huh, a wine can. Wine can, except for our mouths didn't turn purple because we were just drinking champagne out of it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So then went and, uh, yeah, and, and went and like uh, went hiking all over the rocks down there. 
uh, took a bunch of pictures, then went into town, found a weird dink store where I decided I would purchase an old-timey pair of, like, aviator goggles and continue to wear them the entire weekend. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? You went into town while you're drinking your wine cans? Yes. Your champagne can? Yes, our champagne <clears throat> cans. And purchased aviator goggles? Yeah, they're like old-timey aviator goggles. I think I have a picture of them somewhere. I think Summer took a picture and posted it. And you wore these around town. Well, a little I bit. can only imagine what the locals. Oh yeah, were but saying. we weren't even the crazy people. Like everyone, because it's a you know a, a local small town. Like we're not the only drunk ones. Like we went into a bar like uh, probably a couple hours later, like an hour later, like across the street, because this uh, local guy, the guy at the uh, Chachki store, I'm just like, hey, where do you guys go to hang out? And he's like, oh, there's this place down the street. That um, it was like across the street and like a little hidden behind. He's like, that's that's where all the locals go. It's a pretty cool bar. So we're like, okay, I guess we'll just go there and check it out and walk in. Yeah, I'm not concerned about how we looked to everybody else because every person in there was just schnockered. Just like a misfit group of... No, it was just like all different kinds of people. But I think if people... Like, when people go to the coast, you're not driving anywhere. Yeah. You're not, you know, hurting anybody. You're just kind of shopping and like popping around and drinking beer and wine and stuff. So, uh, yeah, ended up hanging out there, meeting some locals. Met a lot of travelers. What do you mean travelers? Like people who were just kind of coming through town. Like met a couple of them. We like met drifters? Like drifters. Grifters? But not like scary ones. So I met these two. Um, one, I think their names were like Eli like and- Like people El- on the lamb? Eli and Elijah. I don't know. That sounds like a murdering couple. Mm-hmm. So it's two dudes. I don't know. They had met on the road. Wait, Eli and Elijah. Yeah. So one, how do they determine? No, I get to be Eli. You have to be Elijah. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. They looked. That'd very be like different. a Greg and Gregory. Yeah, they they looked very different. Okay. But they were, uh, you know, like of course Eli had like feathers in his hat and his like, and he had a leather satchel. He just looked like a guy who would ride around Portland in a t- on a tall bike. Okay. But All with right. like a lot of like patchwork stuff. Okay. So he was traveling. He had been uh, hitching his way up the coast. I think he had started in California or some somewhere across the country, and he's just been kind of wandering. And he just like sleeps on the beach and does it. And so him and this other guy. How do they eat? I don't. How do they get money? money. He's, he seemed to unless have money. oh they already have money. Yeah, I don't. know. I always wonder that with the, some of that stuff. It's like you've got. He said a that bank he worked. Account you can go to when you need it, don't you? He didn't. He said that he worked odd jobs, which I mean they seemed very. Self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't sure. know. I don't want to be. You know, if they're they're doing that, I think that's more power. No, it's fine. It was just, and, and that was just like not the only people. I'm just like, saying. I'm gonna guess they got a safety net somewhere there. Totally. And there were, um, yeah, and there were quite a bit of travelers that you'd see. You'd just see people with like backpacks and. Interesting. And I wouldn't bikes. expect that in Yachts. Mm-hmm. It was more than I'd ever seen. And it was, you know, because it's not a very big town. <clears throat> no, it's not. It's, it's a small town. But it's like, it's pretty clean. Like, there are a couple, like, uh, of the local crazies you can see. Like, there, yeah. there is one guy, like, dancing out in front of the one grocery store and being kind of nutty. But, okay, you know, other than that, it just seems like it's a usually really, a dancer somewhere in town. There has to be a dancer. Okay. Like, somebody has to feel the music of the town. Sure. Yeah. So, and then, of course... So, you did that. So, you walked around. You went to the local bar. Went to the local bar. Went back to the house. Uh, we all hiked uh, down to the beach and then made another bonfire and then went and saw, like, the most beautiful sunset I've ever seen. Got to walk way out on the rocks and because um, the tide was going out right when the sunset uh-huh. was hitting. So, it was perfect timing. So, I got to stand out on the rocks, watch the sunset, and it, it was just gorgeous. So, then we got back to the house and started playing... Uh, I think we played some 
what's it called? Cards Against Humanity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Played some of that. Nice. And so we're all just, you Good. know, drinking wine and champagne and doing so, so far you've seen gay sea lions. So mm-hmm. You're drinking uh, can champagne. Can champagne. Champ- champagne. Or champagne cans. And then, uh, and then meeting... Uh, yeah, meeting drifters. People. Yeah, drifters. Meeting drifters. And uh, so then after all that... One of them was probably a serial killer. Probably. I mean, just statistically speaking, you're in the, you're A, in the Northwest, high propensity, like much, much higher percentage uh, chance that you're going to meet somebody like that. And then B, there are drifters in a small Oregon coast town. Yeah, they're on the run from something. Oh, okay. Well, speaking of serial killers, I have something else I want to bring up real quick after this. But I will say, to lead up to my injury, there are some steepish stairs at the house because it's kind of, um, it, you know, they're pretty, it's a pretty old house, so they go like kind of straight up. Yeah. And they're polished wood. And what you should not put together is a lot of alcohol drinking, plus socks, plus slippery polished wooden stairs. What do you mean? That, that sounds like a perfect recipe for, uh, for, you know, for just a wonderful no time. trouble whatsoever. So, yeah, I was walking down the stairs and, and, um, and I totally just went, Boom, and like I hit my elbow, my le- so all my left side, my my left elbow, my left hip, and then my left ankle. Oh, I was just like, oh, Whoa. yeah, I I really went for the triple threat there, and uh, yeah, pretty painful. I think I might have. So Lily, who's uh, a nurse, looked at it and she says, thinks that it might be just a, a light sprain. A light spring. A light spring. To, well, I mean, I've seen you walking. You can obviously yeah, walk it's not, on it. Yeah, it's not too terrible. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it, it hurt a little bit. And my elbow uh-huh. and my and my butt. I fell on my butt really hard. And I have a giant bruise, so. You do that a lot on stairs. Stairs mm-hmm. are kind of your. They are not my friend. Yeah. I you, do you that. you got a real issues. Yeah, and it's not even, like, with me, it's not even, like, the drinking thing. It's the clumsy thing. Yeah. I've done it, like, sober. Fall, like, I've fallen down my parents' stairs when I'm just there just because they have carpeted stairs and, like, kind of a small carpet and I'll mm-hmm. be in my socks. And I've done that before where it's, go, like, I'm trying to go too fast and just go. What, have you ever thought about slowing down? What? What's that? Or maybe taking shallower steps so you're not hitting the edge of the step and, like, your feet are wiping out. Mm, well, maybe. These are just ideas I'm throwing out. Okay. Well, thank you, Greg. You know, just work chopping some different thank ways. Thank you for letting me know what I should and should not do. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm not the one that keeps falling down stairs. I don't I feel like... I'm not trying to mansplain stairs to you if I that's think what you're you doing. I think you are. I think you are. Maybe I am. You're right. You're right. You just keep doing what you're doing. It's working great for <laughs> you're you. You're doing great. <laughs> doing just but anyway, fine. it was a delightful weekend. It was so fun. Um, yeah, I uh, I love Yahats. If you get a chance to go to the Oregon coast, mm-hmm. that is definitely, if you want like a quintessential, like quaint little like ocean town, it has everything from like coffee shops to bars to nice restaurants. It, it's mm-hmm. just a... It's really like old timey buildings. They have like old an old library there. Like they have this uh, old house which is down the street from Summers. That's one of the original uh, Sears Roebuck uh, like build a kit houses. Oh, cool! Where you could actually yeah. order the entire house with like the the dishware and the table. Like everything came everything. with the house. Yeah, so there's one of those in pristine condition that's like right there in Yahats as well, which is pretty cool looking. That's pretty cool. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So, All yeah. right. so that was my weekend. South of Newport Bay. Just sail, yeah, a little bit of a... Went to Newport Bay. I made it uh, to Yahats Beach by way of Newport Bay. <laughs> Going over those On my way mountains. from Portland City. You have to take in the I-5 freeway. Mm-hmm, the okay. I-5. Oh, boy, and then we took the, the 20. We took the 20. Did you know that the... the highway. Do you want to... Do you know any fun facts about the 20? Because I learned something. Uh, I do because that's... So, I mean, as, as everybody knows, I went to school in Corvallis at Oregon State. And so um, my roommate... 
was from Newport. So I ended up becoming friends with like half of Newport's high school over there that, that were graduated. At, they weren't in high school when I was friends with them. Um, it's, I was in college, not friends with high school kids in okay. Newport. That would seem kind of weird. Pretty weird. We were all the same age, the same class, just uh, went to different high schools. So anyway, uh, I went to Newport quite a bit. In, in high schools. Yes, Highway 20. There's Dead Man's Curve that you go through. Dead Man's Curve. Uh, Summer was saying actually that they fixed Dead Man's Curve. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. Well, it's been a while since I've taken it. So maybe yeah, they was did. that the, like, where it goes like zigzag, zigzag? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. I guess they yeah. fixed that. Oh, they fixed it. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, there used to be a lot of a lot of that. Now, did you there. know that Highway 20 starts at Newport Bay? And it goes. It's Newport. Oh, my God. It's and it connects all the way to Boston, Massachusetts. Um, it goes all the way to Highway Boston. Twenty does, uh huh. Because when no, you're but leaving, it must run into one of the freeways. When you no, when you're leaving uh, Newport Bay, it says Boston three thousand six hundred thirty five miles or something. Boston, Massachusetts. It, I don't and remember that like, on there. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't recall that. Okay, so you can make your way all the way to Boston. Highway Twenty, Newport Bay to Boston. Sarah is looking this up in real time as mm-hmm. we. As we track this down. Yep. I mean... 3,365 miles away on uh, Route uh, 20. Yep. Okay. You All right. There. Isn't that a fun fact? I thought that was cool. I'll tentatively go with that until I can That's prove it That's what I was thinking. If we want to do like a traveling podcast thing, maybe we should just do, call it like uh, Traveling Highway 20 and then go all the way from Newport Bay to Boston. I think that'd be fun. Okay. That might be something we could do. To yeah. Boston City? To Boston City, okay. Massachusetts State. Okay, Massachusetts State. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. That would, yeah, all right. Maybe we could do that. That's that was my first thought. Just, that, just okay. I'm not opposed to this. All right. I'm not opposed to this. <laughs> Rick Rutherford is posting a picture of the Newport Bay restaurant, which apparently Sarah's confusing with a city. Oh boy. <laughs> Newport Bay. <laughs> oh boy. Were you saying that all weekend? To people, I don't know. Did you tell locals? Yeah, we were up in Newport Bay. I, I no, I don't think. Why would I be telling them when we were up in Newport Bay? Oh, and saw some gay sea lions. It was very nice. But Newport Bay is very beautiful. <laughs> it's actually just Quinta Bay. It's not even Newport Bay. No, now that I think about it, yeah. Hello, my. It says there is no Newport Bay. There. Oh my God, you are so worked up about this. <laughs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Oh, Vicky said, oh, we're leaving for Seaside in about a half hour. I'm, this, I'm doing my Fargo accent now. Yeah, well, that's not how they talk on the Oregon coast. I know, but I love it. Oh, Vicky, it's a, it was such a treat to be on the coast yesterday. I think the weather is going to be quite the delightful situation for you. What is happening with oh, you right now? I don't know. My ankle's starting to hurt now that we're talking about it. And your leg's falling off because you, like, burned half of it away. Yeah. We're just batting a thousand. We are grown-ups on grown-up weekends. Oh, yeah. I got some bruising. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. First up, uh, just so you know, in case you didn't notice, uh, the end of the world didn't happen. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to happen. No, I kept telling. Uh, if that was a conversation point that I read up on Saturday. I'm like, oh, you know, today's supposed to be the end of the world, right? And where you're not supposed to be is on the coast. Oh, because of the rising tides mm-hmm, or something. Because of okay. the tsunamis that were going to happen when planet X crashed into the Earth. Right. Yes. Yeah, well, so do we have an update on that? What happened? Well, How come David it didn't go Mead, down? I guess the day before. 
This is the guy who predicted it. This is the guy who unsuccessfully predicted it. Yeah. I guess was backpedaling that day, saying, well, maybe it's not going to yeah. quite happen. Uh, maybe it's not quite going to happen on September 23rd, but it's going to be happening around there, even though he had his diehard evidence yeah. about all the events that were leading up to that particular day. Okay. All right, so what started it was he said that Hurricane Harvey and the solar eclipse were indicators that the apocalypse was nigh, based on the verses from the Babel. Um, but he says that he might have been slightly off base. Just slightly, of course. This is David Mead. And uh, he's going to keep everyone posted on when the actual apocalypse is okay. going to be happening. Okay, good. So we will get an update on that. So mm-hmm. it is still going to happen. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, right. he still says that he is a prophet. And he will be able to let well, us know when Planet X uh, is coming. Okay. It just doesn't happen to be the day that he thought because it's just a slight miscalculation. Okay. Just Fair enough. Case. Okay. Uh, so you remember my stories about the Colorado Springs mad pooper. Yes. That's, the making, mad that's pooping still lady. making national mad pooping news. Because they haven't, did they track her down? They have not caught her. So not only has the Portland pooper not been caught, but the mad pooper in Colorado Springs, Colorado has yet to turn herself in. And nobody's been able to figure out who she is. However, Charmin has thrown some bait on the hook. Like Charmin, like and, the... Charmin, like the toilet is paper. Is it Charmin brand. or is it Charmin? I think Charmin. Charmin? I don't care, honestly. All right, so Charmin is now trying to lure the mad pooper into their toilet paper claws by trying to bait the female jogger. By offering her free toilet paper for a year. Now, toilet paper adds up. It's pretty expensive sometimes. Can be, but you want to be known as... Well, I mean, already she's the mad pooper. So I she's mean, she pooping. is the mad pooper. She's not been caught. It's she, not that she's she not... She runs by and poops. She does. She's been terrorizing <clears throat> a particular family. Also, she's been going in different parking lots. Uh, yeah. But particularly this one family by defecating outside of their home on a weekly basis. So, Lieutenant Howard Black of the Colorado Springs Police <coughs> Department... Which, if it's on a weekly basis, how can they not get a solid picture of her? I don't know. They say that this Although, isn't an isolated incident and that the woman has been pooping all over the neighborhood. This actually does prove some of my theories because they can't get a solid picture of this lady, even though they know it's a human pooping outside of there. And yet people claim that, like, oh, how come we can't get a good picture of Bigfoot? Because it happens so fast, you don't get a good picture of Bigfoot. This is proving that theory, Bigfoot is real. I love how you can turn anything into a Bigfoot story. It's That's a real. Yep. All right, well, the Colorado Springs Police Department have been asking residents to try and take photos of the pooping jaga. Um, so she could be facing charges of indecent exposure and public defecation. So Charmin. Is Charmin the one with the bears? <gasps> Ew, I hate, I hate the bears. Ew. The bears are disgusting. The bear, There's always that talk- little one with little clumps on it. We've talked about the bears. I'm like, don't. Yes. Oh. It's so gross. It's so gross. Uh, like, yeah, I, I don't like that. Well, the company did say if the hashtag mad pooper, this is on Twitter, turns herself in, we'll give her your supply of toilet paper to help her with her <laughs> runs. Next you think up, they were actively going for the pun there? Of course they were. They're a toilet paper company. That if it is the bare ones, yeah, who then they're already is... tacky as shit. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. Where did I go? All right. Here we go. Greg, here's a heartwarming story. Oh, okay. I need my heart warmed. Yes. Workers at a Missouri McDonald's say a pay-it-forward chain started by a generous patron went on for an hour, totaling 125 customers participating in it. So you know what that is, right? 
is when someone in front of you offers to pay for your meal at the window. I think that's how that goes. Now, how do you how do you pay for the person behind you if you're paying via card? I mean, you can probably put their order on yours. Then you have to wait around to sign it. You don't have to sign things at a fast food restaurant. Don't pretend. Don't play dumb. Don't don't pretend like you've never used a card at a fast food restaurant. Oh, because you already know what their order is. Yeah, because they'll already have ordered. And so what these people do. Got you. Just wanted to make sure I understood. I just want what I wanted to ask you about, though. So, okay. So first of all, this started at seven fifteen a.m. this past Thursday, and this went on for over an hour. So uh, this has happened at this McDonald's at in Missouri uh, before, but uh, usually it only lasts about five to ten cars. This one was 125. 125 cars. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. So let me ask you this. If you knew that the <laughs> pay your tab thing, if that was the pay it forward thing was happening, mm-hmm. you're in the middle of there. Say you're like the 30th car. Yeah. And someone's paid for your order, which say is like a cheeseburger and a small fry. So your okay. order is what, like Five bucks or whatever. That's about average. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. But then like you're expected to pay it forward on the next one. You get the order behind you. It's like $40. No. Uh-uh, I'm would sorry. you break the chain? No. I, I mean, yes. Yes, I would. Would you For break? For $40? Yeah. Okay. I'm breaking that chain. If yours was $5 and the people behind you, their order was $20. Would you break the chain? Yeah, I'm breaking the chain. I'm sorry. $15. Like, it's not like these people don't have the money to buy. If they're buying $40 worth of goddamn cheeseburgers, they can pay for their $40 of cheeseburgers. <sighs> I'll buy an equivalent amount of what I was going to what I was gonna pay. I'll buy people stuff all the time. Like, I'll buy people outside of, like, Safeway, the homeless people out there. I'll buy them sandwiches and stuff. But that's different. This is somebody who already clearly has the money. If they're ordering forty dollars of goddamn cheeseburgers, all right, you're very angry at this invisible person. Who forty dollars cheese. Well, okay, I'm telling you why I'm annoyed. One, what are you going through the drive-through for if you're ordering forty dollars worth of cheeseburgers? You're going to hold up the whole line. That's so many burgers. Like, get up and go inside. You shouldn't be ordering that many in a drive-through. No, you order that's enough not. for like two to three people. Other, any more than that, you know, you're ordering. That much, yeah, you're just being an inconvenience to everybody else. You we deserve have, to pay for your burgers. We have a chain breaker, an actual chain breaker okay. in the chat. All right. Uh, she will not, she who shall not be named, says, I've broken the chain at Starbucks. Oh. I don't want to feel pressured. Like, I do nice things for people a lot. I don't want to feel pressured just because someone starts some chain to, like, buy someone. Like, realize we're complaining about somebody buying us something. Like, that, in order but for the chain not- to happen... Something is paid for for you already. So you're not paying anything. Yo, you are paying something because then you're expected to continue the chain. And one of theirs is more it. expensive. Okay. That's the thing. It's got to be an equivalent value. Yeah, exactly. Value. As Lisa says, forced charity. That's true. I, I buy things and donate to causes and do things all the time. Like, I don't want to be forced to buy someone their venti pumpkin spice latte because I just wanted to get a small iced coffee. Yeah, no, that would suck. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to do that. All right. But anyway, so the people at the Missouri... And also, don't order $40 of cheeseburgers <laughs> in the line. All right. And finally, I do have a story of Mary Old England, I think. That's where Manchester is, right? Craig? Oh, England country? Yes. Or... England country. Okay. Yes. In England country. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
A man who had been kicked out of his parents' Manchester Township home allegedly responded poorly to it by turning the gas on on their stove, spreading butter and mayonnaise on the walls and ceilings of the kitchen, and leaving a note with a large knife stuck in it on September 4th. Oh. So this is uh, this 31-year-old Menno Mericlis. What's his name? Menno Harry Mericlis. He's 31 years old. He led the Northern York County Regional Police on a high-speed chase through Manchester Township, crashing his silver uh, Nissan Altima, but somehow escaped before police could find him. So that happened on September 3rd. So on the day of the 3rd, uh, Mino's father, Michael, called the regional police to say his son was yelling and throwing things around the house. Once there, police met with Mino's mother, Cynthia. All right, so do we have that? Mino's the kid. Cynthia and Michael are the parents. Okay. Uh, they said that Mino was upset because he found out that they were selling the house, and he did not like that. Arrgh. Police uh, parked nearby and looked him up, and Mino uh, looked at Mino in a criminal database, discovering that he had his license suspended for a DUI. However, they did see him get into his Nissan and speed away. As they followed him, he ran through two stop signs and reached speeds of 80 miles per hour through a neighborhood. Uh, let's see. So they found his Nissan then uh, damaged and abandoned, but he had already fled, so they weren't able to catch him that time. But police were called again the next day to Michael and Cynthia's home. Uh, Michael said that he woke up at 6 a.m. He found the gas on his kitchen stove on. Uh, let's see. Mino allegedly spread butter. He took a bunch of butter and spread <laughs> butter and mayonnaise all on the walls of the kitchen. Oh, that's gnarly, ceiling, dude. Then used the butter and mayonnaise as an adhesive to stick loaves of bread to the walls. That's a real prick move. Yeah. He also put butter on the ceiling, on the table. There was a handwritten The mayonnaise, note. the problem is you're never going to get the smell of that out. Oh, never. Like, that smell will be there forever. You forever. let it dry, mayonnaise dry on the wall, yeah, might as well burn the whole place down. Forever. It's worthless. Worthless after Well, the that. note had a picture of a pig drawn on it and included the phase, uh, phrases, when I get out of jail or even before, I will not forget. And it also said, sorry, I got piggish. That's someone with a little. Well, can you say this guy's last? How do you spell his first name? I just want to see what he looks like. Miracles. M I R A K L I S. K L I S. All right. So the couple, uh, his parents, also found that uh, he had broken a toilet, pulled a thermostat off the wall, and pulled all the blinds in their kitchen out. <laughs> oh my gosh! He allegedly also sprayed water all over the hardwood floor and took his father's Dell laptop computer, valued at one thousand American dollars. While police were able to catch up with Manuel uh, this past weekend. He was arrested on a bunch of charges, including risking a catastrophe, terrorist threats, and fleeing and eluding police. So as of last week, he still remains in York County Prison on $75,000 bail. Wow. That's a real, real prick right there. I would be... I mean, just walking into your place and seeing, like, pieces of bread stuck to the walls, that'd be kind of creepy. Yeah, and then I would get very mad about that. Mm. I would be quite upset. Yes. So now you know Greg's weakness. If you, if he makes you mad, just smear mayonnaise on his walls and stick bread to them. Oh, I'd be so mad. That is my word. That, is, that would definitely do it. Ooh, Ooh. that gets my goat. Mm-hmm. That was a weird way to say that. That was so weird. Yeah, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there we go. Um... What was I going to talk about? I'm sorry. I, I, I'm blanking here just for a second. Oh, that's okay. Uh, yeah, I think it's because I'm still a little bit tired from this weekend. And you're probably dying inside because of all the burns. Because of all the burns. All the burns that are burning into me yeah. right now. It's a lot of burns. All right. So should I not talk about the other thing? 
No, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah no. Okay. Save that for another time. Okay. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll talk about it later this week. Okay. Well, we do have some birthdays. We do indeed. It is a lot of birthdays. And uh, I think we should, uh, maybe we should get through here a couple of these. And then okay. I do want to talk about one more thing before we end up. So okay. um, first up, up with us over this last weekend was Mr. Stone, a.k.a. Murky Bongwater from Courage, and it is Stone's birthday today. Stone! Stone! Happy birthday, Stone! Happy birthday! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! I'm damn right! right, I'm going to talk about this really quick from this camping trip, because I think every single one of us, deep down, was kind of jealous of Stone's ability. Stone, he didn't sleep in a tent. He slept outdoors, outside. Oh, he's and, indestructible. And he slept in this sleeping bag. He was maybe about 15 feet, 20 feet away from where the fire is, and, or was. You know, I mean, we put the fire out at night, of course, and all that stuff. But, um, but that's where we were hanging out. You know, generally, that's where everybody hangs out when you go camping. You end up hanging around, hanging around the fire pit, whether there's a fire going or not. It's just kind of the central spot. And he was able to sleep till like 1 p.m., snoring away. In his sleeping bag with all of us over there talking and being loud, and he could sleep right through it. Like, did not disturb him in one way, shape, or form. Granted, he works nights, so he's used to sleeping during the day. Oh, yeah. But still, it was impressive. I wish I could sleep like that. That was, I was quite impressed. You can. You fall asleep pretty easily. Uh, not like him, though. Yeah, and since he, yeah, he did get a nickname. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I should say it on the air or not, but it was good. Yes, you should say his nickname. He's, he's, well, everybody gets a nickname when you're up there at Ricketts Fest, and since Stone was sleeping in his sleeping bag uh, next to all of us, um, his nickname was the Bagby Bum. That's the nickname that Stone received when he was up there. I'm sure he's going to love the fact that I just said that on the air. So there we go. Everybody gets a nickname. I'm still goddamn drop load, so I have to deal with that forever. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mr. Pancakes was up there, though. He knows what Mr. What I'm Pancakes. About. <laughs> okay, Flapjack. That's the new part to it. All right. Um, I am looking. I do. Uh, there is a little bit of an update. He's still kind of uh, squatch teasing. Oh, are you, you're talking about something else. Yes. Good. No, because you're talking about the woods, and then I saw someone ask about if there were any Bigfoot updates. Oh, okay. Any bo- updates on squatch confessions? Yes. Well, do we want to get through our birthdays and then... I think we should get through our birthdays okay. and then we should focus Do we play on Elvis for Stone? Oh, here we did play Elvis. We but sure did. We also have... It's my roommate Chris's birthday. Roommate Chris. 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 Happy Owner of Ollie. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to oh, you. Ollie. Happy birthday to you. Oh, also, a big happy birthday to our pal Don Taylor. Don Taylor. So many people Taylor. born today. Happy yeah. birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. And even though she is forbidden to listen to the show, I want to give a big happy birthday to the best mom in the world. My mama. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, my God. What's going on over there? Oh, you know. Just stuff and things? Stuff and things. Mm-hmm. Stuff and things, Sarah. Stuff and things. All right. Well, do we want to do an update to the Squatch Confessions? Well, yes. or Did you have the music or do you want I, to I do it? not. I do not. Oh, okay. Um, I can certainly uh... pull some 
some uh, music up though for nope, you. I got it. So this is the continuing saga. So this guy just must, he goes home, he keeps complaining about how he doesn't have any time to write, correct? Yes. yes. Yet he always seems to have time <gasps> Yeti. to write. Oh. Always seems to have time to write. I'm going to pretend like I did that on purpose. All right, so it looks like I can't, but he's really scattered in his writing. I'm looking at this, and now there are some more Squatch confessions. Okay. Like somebody, there's somebody new to the group that is also confessing their Squatch. Wait, somebody's confessing on his confessions? No, they're not, uh, they're not like confessing on his confessions, but there are new ones. There are new members that have been added that are okay. all trying to contribute their stories. Oh, gotcha. Okay, but what's continuing on with him now? Is Halle Berry back in the situation? You have to listen to the last two episodes. We've done them towards the last of the episode to catch up on the Squatch confessions of this this guy's writings. Um, yeah, anything more about Halle Berry? Let's see. Or is she out of the picture now? All right, no, it says, uh, let's see. No, no Halle Berry. That okay. was just really creepy. Okay. Okay, let's see. Sexy Squatch. Squatch confessions. All right, so as he was leaving, he said, I was able to get my hunting gear. Boys, don't cry. All right. Out of the Jeep without touching it or rubbing it against the vehicle. Wait, well, I'm sorry. Start start over. Without touching what? I was able to get my hunting gear out of the Jeep without, because he had left to get into the Jeep last time, remember? Gotcha. Sorry. I was able to get my hunting gear out of the Jeep without touching or rubbing up against the vehicle's interior. Shit, I said out loud. I cannot get back into Jacqueline's Jeep with this shit all over me. Guess I'm driving back to camp tonight. Wait, why does he have shit all over him? I, I wish he would just put this all in one thing. Yeah, he's not doing a very good job. He's doing a terrible job. So, so what, yeah, what kind of shit did he get all over him, according to him? I'm seeing if it's squat shit or not. Quote, unquote, shit. Okay, you have to look it back. Yeah, and... I'm sorry. I, I thought that okay. I was prepared for this. Boy, Sarah, I mean, I'm just saying, I think yeah, I, I think haven't we done all, enough talking today. I think we've all missed a part here. I think we've all missed something here. And uh, we need to go back to... Uh... Okay, let me just read you this thing. I actually laid I laid down to rest, rolled over on my back, and looked up at a billion stars twinkling like a billion little bright eyes winking at me. God, I whispered, if you can make something as beautiful as those stars you and the angels are playing with right now, can you please pat that big buck on the bottom and direct him to my <laughs> tree stand? Is that like a gun thing? Uh, no, a big big buck is the deer that he wants to kill. And the tree stand is like what tree stand where he has where his you, gun set up? Yeah, yes, you, you shoot from the tree stand. It was at that precise moment that the smell hit me. At first I thought a skunk had, had walked up on me and decided I didn't stink to his liking and sprayed me with a heavy dose of his skunk ass. Ew, this is what this guy's writing? But as I stood and prepared myself for a hasty retreat, I happened to reach down and spin my fanny pack around so it was in front of me. And my hand touched something wet on the fanny pack. I didn't quite get my hand to the nose as I was trying to smell it. Wait, so he's, he touched his fanny pack and it and was then, wet. And then he was putting the finger up to his nose. To why stink, Why to would you do it. that? Why would you instantly put your fingers, mm. oh, something wet, something smells bad, but put my fingers in my nose. All right, he said, I thought about that moment for 14 years on and off, wondering if, what any, role that the stinking scent killer played in my Bigfoot adventure. The more I learn about the biggins. About the biggins. The more I think spilling that stinking mess all over my fanny pack was probably (coughs) the single most important piece of luck I had in meeting a family of three Bigfoot that fateful day. 
Wait, so what does he think they were dumping on him? He thinks that the skunk was able to hide his smell so the Bigfoot wasn't able to eat him or something. Oh, okay. So because he was sprayed by a skunk. And then that leads to the next one. Okay. Well, well, he does. Maybe I'll save the next one for tomorrow, but here's, his, uh, here's the way it ends. It says, my hands are shaking. Two chilled shots of kettle one vodka, and I still can't settle my knees from jerking uncontrollably. I couldn't walk from here to the door. Even Speaking this, of jerking, Halle Berry. Even if this log home was burning down around me, fuck it, y'all. I'm all in now. If I didn't follow up with this experience, I hate to think of which one of y'all would hunt me down and use me for cut bait. I honestly had no idea this was going to be such an emotional roller coaster. Thank God, tears don't show through my words. There's two of them across the creek at the big rocks. What the hell is that? These are all squatch sounds. Recorded. Actual recorded squatch sounds. That is not all right, a recorded there we go. squatch sound. Oh, my God. All right, so I'll give uh, more of an update tomorrow if you want to find out, because right. I believe that we have almost reached the thrilling conclusion of the douchiest writer on Facebook. I'll see if we can piece it all together. Like Maybe I can cut it, cut it up from our previous episodes. Greg, I think that's a great idea. I don't know if it'll make any more sense, though. Even if you It won't to it make any beginning. more sense. I don't think that that's necessary. Or just go back and listen to the last, like, two episodes, I think is what we've been on now. Two. It's a. It's a, obviously going to be at least a four-episode arc of the squ- of Squatch Confessions. <laughs> People are saying it this sounds like I'm making getting, up, like, Mad Libs This right is the now. one we get an award for, is this. I know. I'm going to listen, like, whew. Also, in his next passage, I don't mean to um, Where are you giving a to teaser? give a guarantees, but coming does, up next on Squatch Confessions, he does give a shout out to the one and only Larry the Cable Guy. Yep, makes sense. Just makes sense. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail dot com. Give us a call five zero three five seven five nine one two zero. Um, everybody should try camping. It's good for you. It's fun. It's relaxing. And the best place to go to get all of your gear is Next Adventure. Oh, Next Adventure is the best. Nextadventure.net. You can go there online and shop there or just go into their wonderful store on the corner of Stark and Grand. You can be at any skill level. You could be an expert master camper. I I climb Mount Everest and that kind of stuff, and they have the gear for you and the experts for you. But uh, you can also know absolutely nothing. And just walk in there and be like, I want to go camping. I don't know what I'm doing. What should I Help bring? me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they will walk you through everything that you need to uh, to go camping. Like say maybe, cool. for example, if you're um, accident prone and you walk into things a lot, maybe you can uh, you know get some burn self to bring with you or something to cover your legs so you don't repeatedly walk into a burning grill. Yeah. Maybe could you could. Maybe they could help. I don't know if there mm-hmm. is any helping with that, though. Maybe a helmet probably would be necessary. Mm -hmm. I probably should start thinking about that. All that, though. Next adventure, fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. Um, Thank you, everybody, for tuning into our show. We really, really do appreciate it. Uh, You are all awesome. And, um, and yeah, thank you. We're up. Boom. Boom. All right. Well, we have a full week of programming. Got stuff going on and things and all of that. And, oh, tomorrow on the show, we will have a special guest. We'll explain it tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Back tomorrow with more fun employment radio. Dot com, my friend. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.